Hello. How are you today? I'm so happy to have you here. I have a very special guest for you, and I can't wait to introduce you to my friend Ona, who is an amazing fitness person in Canada. You're still in Canada? Yep, still in Canada. Awesome. Okay. Um, with no further ado, let me introduce you to Ona. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being here so much today. Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah. Yeah. So you've been up to all kinds of things. I saw you got this major award in Canada. What was that? Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you for, for seeing that. It was, um, I was named one of the top health influencers or leaders, health leaders they had. And, and you know why it was such an honor, Kelly, is because I had, you know, they listed all these amazing frontline workers and the doctors and the like health ministers that are getting us through COVID and then kind of a handful of fitness and wellness leaders. And I got to be one of those. So it was very, uh, it was a lovely honor for sure. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, and you know, uh, another one that just came, if you don't mind me completely starting your podcast by bragging about myself. Do, brag away. <laughs> um, my book was actually named one of the top 100 fitness books of all time. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. I know. I told I them you were really... a kick-ass, but amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So super pumped about that. Oh, and I love your book. I love your Thank book. Thank you. Yes, yes, I do. So, so tell us a little bit about the book. And actually, actually, first, since I didn't even introduce you, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and then we can talk about all the good stuff you've got going on. <laughs> sure, thank you. Uh, right, so my name is Una Duncan, and the uh, my company is called Fit Feels Good, and I like to you know position myself as uh, the leader of the feel good movement. And by that, what I mean is that. It's a recognition that in the health and wellness world, the ultimate goal that everybody wants is to feel good. Like you think you want to lose, you know, whatever, 20 pounds, but really you want the feeling you think you're going to have when you lose 20 pounds. You don't actually care about your like gravitational pull. You care about feeling like, you know, healthy or sexy or confident or whatever. So it's really the end goal is to feel good. And I also believe that the method by which you need to get there is by feeling good. So that's why I wanted to call my company Fit Feels Good. And really, we emphasize feeling good the whole way through. And um, so with Fit Feels Good, what I do is I have, you know, a transformation challenge where I give people workouts and nutrition plans and mindset coaching. And in this program, I have coached literally like tens of thousands of people all over the world. And I have watched them go through all the, you know, emotional and physical changes and the resistance that I'm sure you know very well that people go through when they're making this kind of transformation. And based on that amount of people and, you know, the years that I've been doing this, 
I started to accumulate some things I really wanted to say. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that became my book, which was originally called, when it was first published in uh, 2019, it was called Healthy as Beep. I'll just beep in case you got a little bit of a PG audience there. And what happened was um, Healthy as F. Um, it, it was a number one bestseller in Canada and it did super well in the UK. And then the American market did not love that beep is what we found out. <laughs> that, yeah, no, I get it. I yeah. Get it. And it's really interesting when you look at the, um, the Amazon reviews on uh, .ca versus .com, they're all very positive. I should say, you know, there's like 400 five-star reviews. It's amazing. But on the .com, there is a lot of like, wow, this girl curses a lot. <laughs> and it is true. <laughs> For anyone here who's sensitive to the curse words, um, my book, which is now called Ditch the Diet. Um, so just fair warning about that. So what they did, this is so interesting for any, if, I don't know if you have, do you have any, an audience who's interested in marketing at all or not so much? Uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit. Okay. So just for, for, as a little sneak peek into our marketing world, fitness people, what happened was my publishers did a bunch of split testing to Americans with a bunch of different titles and images. And of all the options, what the American audience wanted was a book called Ditch the Diet, The Seven Essential Habits to Get Lean, Stay Healthy, and Generally Kick Ass at Life with a picture of bok choy on the front. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> ah, seriously? Bok that is choy. it. Okay, bok that's choy. funny. That's yes. funny. Yeah. And I told y'all, I mean, we are so aligned in, in what we talk about. And that's one of the reasons that I love Una so much is that she just like, she really believes this. I mean, not only does she live it, but she teaches that if we're not feeling good, it really doesn't matter what we weigh. It doesn't matter what our gene sizes are. It just doesn't matter. And the diets, the diets just the diets, I think you say suck, which I agree, <laughs> right? Like diets, okay, just anybody listening, cover your ears. We're just, we both cuss like sailors, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, okay, thank you for that permission. Yeah, the thing is about dieting, so I mean, when I think of, you know, what gets me out of bed and what gets me working on this every single day is the fact that right now about 50% of women in North America are on a diet to lose weight, some kind of Whoa, diet to lose weight. Fifty percent, fifty percent, fifty percent, and as we all know, ninety-nine point nine percent of those diets are destined to fail and make that woman feel like shit about herself. Right, and that is what pisses me off so much. Right, because really, I mean, there's no problem. There's nothing you know morally or ethically wrong with you know, trying to improve your diet or trying to lose weight. There's nothing wrong with that. What is wrong is that it's not going to work and it's going to make you feel like crap. And then you're going to start to blame yourself. You're going to start to internalize that and you're going to start to think, oh man, it's just that you know, I suck. I've got no discipline. I've got no, I just need to get motivated. I wish I had some more willpower. And so you internalize all this stuff when it is not your fault. It's the fact that these, kind of, these diets, this diet mentality doesn't work. Right. And you don't need right. more discipline. You don't need more motivation. You don't need more willpower. What you need are habits. Right. And habits when you got habits, <laughs> habits that work, then you just become one of these people that just does this healthy shit. 
That's right. who you want to become. Right. And then you don't have to think about it. You don't have to like motivate yourself. I mean, think about it. You know, do you have to motivate yourself to brush your teeth every day? Probably not. Usually right? not. Usually not. Yeah. Usually you know, not. On, usually. on a good day. No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You just brush your teeth because it's what you do. You don't even think about it. You know, you probably don't have moments of being like, ah, oh, but you know, I've been really good. So maybe I can take a break from brushing my teeth today right. or like things are kind of crazy. So maybe I'll just let the teeth brushing go. Like you just don't have all of these thoughts that go through your head. Like you do when you're on a diet, when it's habits, it's just who you are. Like I'm a teeth brusher. I'm someone who brushes my teeth. No matter how busy I am, I just don't let my mouth get that stanky. That's who I am. And because I have that's that good. identity, that's good. That's right. That is a good, that is something that I am proud of. <laughs> and I will like maintain that identity no matter what. I will find a way to brush my teeth. And that's how you want to get with your healthy lifestyle. You want to get to be like, this is who I am. So that if I was to say to you, like, you know, Kelly, I know you've got healthy, you know, so if I was to say, um, you know, Kelly, are you going to eat healthy three Tuesdays from now? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you right. know the truth. Okay, I'll tell you something. This is this is a good conversation because we've had yes. um a lot of upheaval in our house the last 3 weeks. I have a right. an ill feel, feline. So it's been uh. like crazy crazy, right? And so last night, last week we had pizza. And we don't usually eat pizza all the time. We don't. Right. Like, I like pizza, but I don't eat it very often. We ate it last week. We ate it the week before because it was quick and easy. Last night, I said Oh, I'm going to go fix something for dinner. And Phil said, oh, I've already, I've already mm -hmm. called the pizza place. <laughs> <laughs> right. And I said, no, <laughs> this is the last you... time we do this. <laughs> but we did it. <laughs> right, but, right, right, right. So yes, am I going to eat well in three Tuesdays? Hopefully. Hopefully. But probably, no, right? But really, like, yeah, unless it's an exception, you yeah. probably will because you're a healthy eater. Yeah. Whereas no, if I you're on a diet... And if I said, you know, are you going to be following your diet through Tuesdays or now? You'd be like, whoa. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it really is no fun, yeah. <laughs> right? I'd really rather not yes. be doing it. Yeah. 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 Um, actually, you know what? Can I, can I give you a little bit of a challenge? Can I poke you a little bit? Sure, maybe. On your own podcast? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So it's so interesting you just use that example of like um, – you know, we ran out of time, so we just got pizza. And so I hear that a lot. But one thing that I think is really interesting is if you look at how long it takes for pizza to come, <laughs> it actually kind of takes a long time. I'm going to laugh because in the I meantime, this conversation. This is exactly <laughs> what I probably <laughs> could have whipped, like heated up some soup or something like that. I, it's exactly so, what I told him. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I could have cooked dinner quicker than this. <laughs> right. But, but here's the interesting thing about that. And I'm not saying that to pick on you. So thank you right. for being no, a good no, sport. Okay. My point is um, not to bust your balls, but my point, <laughs> <Go> is, <for> <laughs> it. <laughs> my point is that we tell ourselves we don't have the time, but what we mean is I don't have the bandwidth. Right. 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 I, so it's different because if you say I don't have the time, you're creating like this victim, like, oh my gosh, what happened? I'm not in control of my life. Oh, there's no time. Right. But if you're like, I, I'm going to choose to order pizza because I have other priorities right now and you are in charge. You are so right. You know, and it's funny because the two weeks that I did order pizza, I was in charge last You're night. Right. I wasn't going to, right? Yeah. It was like, wait a second. And 
you're exactly right. And going forward, I'm going to use the bandwidth on him next time, and I'm going to take the phone out of his hand so he can't do it, <laughs> paying attention, right? But yeah, no, it's super good point because you're exactly right. It's it's not that hard to put something together that's healthy. Well, it just, it's what I say is you don't need more time. You just need different habits. And so if you had a habit of like a two-minute meal that was healthy and like that you could go to that is your default that didn't require any bandwidth, but what the problem was is in that moment, you maybe, I'm just, uh, you tell yeah. me, that you, or that one, a person just doesn't have the mental resources to think of something that would be healthy and easy and delicious enough that their family will eat. Like it's all of these factors that they're like, I'm out pizza. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's a good, that's a super good point because it just, as soon as you said, and family, like that's it, right? You've got to take into consideration everyone else that's going to be eating what you're serving. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm exhausted. So yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us, (laughs) I'm interested because I can't do a two minute meal. What's a two-minute meal? Oh man, I, actually, I have a blog post about this. It's like five-minute healthy meals. So if you if you will allow me the extra three minutes, then I will yep. say here are yep. some of my five-minute healthy <laughs> meals. So um, you know, I don't eat eggs anymore, but when I did, like uh, scrambled eggs with a handful of spinach in it and a slice of toast, there is a five-minute healthy meal, right? Right. Okay. Um, smoothies would be a five minute healthy meal stuff that um you take anything that you would have on a sandwich and you put it on like a vegetable thing right like you take right. some like wrap it up in lettuce or bok choy wrap it up in lettuce or <laughs> bok choy there you go or like you know cucumber discs and you put some tuna on it or whatever i mean we just have to we're so used to thinking of like carby convenience and really that is not it is no more convenient. Like think about pasta. You're like, pasta, it's so easy. And you're like, well, actually you got to boil the water. You got to make the pasta. You got to heat the pasta sauce, blah, 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 blah. Um, it's actually not easier than, you know, putting some tuna on a cucumber or whatever. It's just right. that you don't think of it. So right. what I'm you're saying changing is- changing your ideas of what's right. easy and what's tasty, what's palatable. Yeah. Having things, I mean, I know this about you. It's having things ready to go yes. so that you don't lose your bandwidth like I did. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And then that's the big tip too, is to look, prepare in advance when you do have bandwidth. So when mm-hmm. it's a Sunday morning and you got to sleep in and everything's fine, then make yourself a big batch of chili for the week. And then when those times come and you don't have bandwidth, which they absolutely will, that you've got a whole bunch of chili that's ready ready to go for you with lots of veggies and protein and good stuff. Okay. So in your book, are, are these the kind of tips that you talk about? So I talk about basically the seven, I mean, I get really rude again, warning, the seven habits of highly healthy mother efforts, right? Okay. And so, <laughs> so basically I'm saying... There are so many habits that you could do. Right. You could practice taking multivitamins, sitting up straight, chewing your food 40,000 times, whatever. I mean, there's lots of great stuff we can do for our health. But what I've narrowed it down to are the seven keystone habits. And the keystone, what I mean by a keystone habit is a habit that when you do it, it will set off a ripple effect throughout the rest of your life. what I life. call the dominoes, the domino habit. Right, the dominoes, exactly. Yeah. So these are the ones that, you know, if you've got limited bandwidth, which we all do, just focus on these 
and then the ripple effect will be there. So don't worry about all the clickbait, you know, the one secret doctors don't want you to know and never eat this one food if you want a flat belly, blah, 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 blah. like all of that right. is BS. Right. Just focus on these seven things and they are totally non-revelatory things that all of your listeners have heard of before. Stuff like eat your vegetables, like half a plate. If, if you have half a plate of vegetables, every time you sit down, you don't have to worry about counting calories and carbs and blah, blah, blah. That will take care of almost everything. You know, right. half a plate of vegetables all the time. That's it. Keystone habit. You do that, you are rocking. Um, you know, don't drink so much booze, for example. <laughs> That's a really important habit. Um, I actually have one in there. One of my most controversial of the seven habits is to meditate. Oh, yeah. And so everyone's like, give me a break. You know, I hired you to help me get abs, not to become some like guru. And I am adamant that a mindfulness practice is one of the best tools, even if your goal is to lose weight. It, yeah, I mean, absolutely. And they're like, you paid her to say that, Kelly, didn't you? But <laughs> we're in cahoots. <laughs> we're doing it. But you're yeah. right. Yeah. Because when you're mindful, then then, then you've got the bandwidth too. <laughs> totally. Totally. You've got the bandwidth and you can watch yourself think these thoughts that aren't true. Like, well, I just don't have time for that. Or like, you know, it's not up to me. And then there's going to be a meditator part of you that's like, is that true? Is that right. really true? Which is, which is helpful. But the other reason I, reason I think that um, meditating is helpful, I'll tell you a story. I did um, my yoga teacher training. Have you ever done that? No. Yeah. So I was in my yoga teacher training and my teacher was telling a story about um, someone who was one of those like super keen being like front row of the class. Like, you know, the kind of client that I'm talking about, right. they come early, they're like, this is my territory. And, <laughs> and she was really, um, you know, an intense presence in the class. And so there was a substitute teacher one day and he was starting really slow with like neck rolls and connecting to the breath. And this woman started getting really antsy. Until finally he said, is everything okay? And she's like, uh, yeah, listen, I got to burn 500 calories. So can we get to it? <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, well, maybe if you sit still long enough, you'll figure out why you eat 500 calories too much. Ooh, brilliant. <laughs> I know. And when I heard that story, I was like, oh my God, that's me. I'm so busy running around trying to burn the calories and do the blah, 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 that I'm not taking any moment to sit down and breathe and figure out myself and why I'm doing these behaviors. And, you know, so I really think that sit the F down and breathe and connect. And honestly, that like five minutes worth of inner work is worth like hours spent on the freaking treadmill. It really is. It really, yeah. it really is. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. And I know last year when we went into lockdown and everything, I I became this crazy cardio woman. Like hmm. I just couldn't. Like I was out there. I was doing everything. Like hours of it, basically. And finally, one day, I'm like, you know, Cal. You used to meditate, <laughs> and you were so much calmer back then. <laughs> right, and you know, it just it it was I was substituting. 
So mm-hmm. it matters. So I tell me something else. Oh, go ahead. Did you have another oh, one of those that you want to share? Or? Just quickly on that, I sometimes say to my clients, you know, there's two kinds of running, two energies. There's the, I'm running towards the ocean and it feels amazing versus I'm running from a bear. And mm. sometimes people are doing their fitness like they're running from a bear, like they're terrified of getting fat or whatever versus I'm running towards ultimate vitality and feeling amazing, but instead they're running from something. And that is a dangerous energy to bring to your health practice, I think. That's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for saying that because it's so true. Mm. I, right. It's just like that right there, ladies, that's, <laughs> that's the thing to remember. I love it. So you do a challenge that is also called Ditch the Diet, right? Yeah, this is brand new. I'm so excited about it. So it's a totally free five-day challenge. And basically what I want to do is that, like I said, the habits I talk about in my book are like, you know, the stuff we've all learned in kindergarten. We all know we're supposed to eat vegetables. We all know we're supposed to, you know, be mindful, et cetera, et cetera. What we don't know is how to make ourselves actually do it. Right? right. So right. what I am teaching in the Ditch the Diet Challenge is how to clear out your brain of years worth of diet culture BS and instead give yourself a system for putting your healthy habits on autopilot. And that's what we're going to accomplish over the five days. Nice. And it's a challenge. Every day I'm going to give you a little tiny task. And if you do the task for the five days, at the end of the five days, you are going to have a system where this stuff just happens and it will wow. change your life. Wow. And just so you know, we will have a link to that in the show notes. So you don't have to be calling me and asking me. We got this. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. going to be amazing. Good for you. Well, you are, you are up to all kinds of stuff. So what else? Anything else you want to share today? want to mention well yeah ditch the diet comes out on june 1st oh and and that's the that's the special bok choy edition american <laughs> so you can just run and grab that warning though no swearing on the front lots of swearing inside so if oh, you good. are swearing sensitive then um this might be a little bit of a shocker however if you love the f-bombs it's in there and you will laugh your way through this book it is a yep. really quick read and it could completely shift your perception of fitness. I Every day I get people emailing me and telling me that this book has changed their life, that they have lost 22 pounds just in implementing these very simple habits, in training their brain to have habit loops. And you know, these are people who've said, you know, I have done Weight Watchers, I've done keto, I've done intermittent fasting, I've done right. all these things. And I was so sick of it. And my self-confidence was eroded every single time I quote unquote, fell off the wagon. And this has helped me so much. And by the way, that's another thing I could talk about is language. So when people ask mm-hmm. me, you know, why is there so much swearing in your book? First, I'll say, one, when I was really struggling with my fitness, I would, you know, pick up these books and they would either sound way overly scientific and know it all or they would sound so like sanctimonious, like, oh, I'm so good and I'm so perfect. And I couldn't relate to any of that. So I wanted to write a book that sounded like your best friend sat you down and just gave you the no bullshit talk. And that's what I wanted this book to be. And so I think language is really important. And when I hear people say things like, I fell off the rails, right? that again, it's so disempowering, right? Because it makes it seem like, oh, I had no control. I just, there was rails and I fell off them versus I made a choice to 
eat a whole bunch of peanut butter. To eat whatever I felt like. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) To hit the pizza. (laughs) Yeah, totally. And knowing that you always have, once you recognize that you are making a choice versus falling off the rails, then you recognize you have a you have the choice to, you have the option to make a different choice at any moment. You don't have to wait until Monday or January or whatever, you know, you, in that moment, you can realize here I am eating my fourth tablespoon of peanut butter while the fridge is open in the middle of the night. And in that moment, you could be like, and now I can decide that I'm done and I don't need to finish this. And so you don't, every moment is a, opportunity to make a choice. If you empower yourself as a choice maker versus someone who is falling off the rails. Yeah. Now I love that you mentioned language because it's so empowering or disempowering Yeah, and how we talk to ourselves can be quite surprising, quite surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why you need to be a meditator because then you can hear it. Right? And say, oh, <laughs> Unless you have a nasty yeah. meditator in your head. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay. So your book comes out when? June 1st. June, June 1st. 1st. Okay. And, and the, ten, the five-day challenge is leading up to that. Okay. So if you want to join me the, for the free five-day challenge, I'm going to be giving you tons of amazing ways to implement all the wisdom in the book. And, uh, and you don't even need the book if you, you know, the five-day challenge will stand on its own. And you are going to leave with the system of having these habits be automatic for you. So you're never going to have to start over on Monday. You're never going to have to beat yourself up for not doing it right. All of these horrible, like this emotional roller coaster that we go through, that we beat ourselves up. And by the way, beating yourself up is not going to work. Mm-mm. I know you think that if you don't beat yourself up, then you won't be motivated. You should just be wild, right? And then you're going to yeah. go crazy. Yeah, exactly. And it's just not true. In fact, all the science points to the opposite. The more you beat yourself up, the more you're going to make yourself feel bad, the more you're going to binge and tell yourself you're someone who can't do this. It's going to have the exact opposite effect that you think. Yep. So it's not it, that does not work. And we're going to break that cycle like on this challenge. We're going to break it because it's not working uh, for you. Awesome. So that is going on the whole month of May, which is perfect. Uh, it's the, the challenge is, I believe we start on the 24th. Oh, on the 24th. Okay. So everybody listening, you've got plenty of time to jump on the challenge. Uh, the link is in the show notes, of course. It'll also be on the email that we send out. Plus, you know, I think you said that there were all kinds of goodies that they get with the book. Oh yeah. Yes. If you buy the uh, Ditch the Diet, pre-order Ditch the Diet, you're going to get a whole bunch of digital bonuses. So I've got like, um, so, you know, Kelly and I were talking about how prepping in advance is one of the most important things. I'm going to give you a whole um, way to prep a week's worth of healthy five-minute meals <laughs> in one hour on Sunday. So that when you've got those moments in the week that you have no bandwidth, you've got to, like, you've already got all of this done. So I'm going to give you a full uh, system for that with recipes and stuff like that. Um, oh my gosh, I can't even think of all the other bonuses we've got. Yeah, no, it's you like, you know, stuff. several yeah. hundred dollars worth of bonuses just to buy the, you know, $14.99 book. It's a great, right. great deal. That's, I mean, and you know what? I love that you're doing that because I actually have your um, prep meal. Uh, oh, good. Yes. And it was well worth whatever I paid for it. Awesome. I thought it was brilliant. So um, being able to get it while, while also getting the diet book or the ditch the diet book, excuse yeah, me, yeah. that <laughs> is like so cool. Thank you for doing that. 
Awesome. Yeah, yeah no problem. I'm yeah. happy to do that for your audience. Thank you. Thank you. So before we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, tell people about, mention? Hmm. I mean, really what I often like to end this conversation with, and I just sort of talked about a little bit how beating yourself up isn't going to work. You can't shame yourself into good behavior. Um, and in fact, it's probably going to make it worse, but also you're just training your brain for patterns of shame and dissatisfaction. So even if by some miracle, if you managed to beat yourself into the ground enough that you lost whatever weight, you are going to look in the mirror and because all you've trained yourself is for patterns of dissatisfaction, you'll find something to hate, even at your goal weight, because that's all you know how to do is look in the mirror and find reasons to be dissatisfied. So really, because I said, what you really want is the feeling you think you're going to have when you lose the weight. You got to start training for that feeling right now. That is the most important training you can do is training yourself to have that feeling. So if you think when you lose 20 pounds, you're going to feel sexy, you got to figure out how can I start training for feeling sexy now? What makes me feel sexy? How can I bring that into my life right now today? You've got to start training for it, whether it's confidence, whether it's, you know, feeling athletic, you got to figure out a way to start training for those feelings now, because the biggest heartbreaker is when you pound yourself into the ground and you diet and you do whatever you got to do, you get to that weight and you still feel unhappy. That is the bullshit right there. And I don't want anyone to go through that feeling ever again. Thank you. And I'm really glad you mentioned that because that's how we start out. And that's how we're going to wrap up because you're right. Fit does feel good. And it should. And wherever you are, wherever you are in your path right now, like you can feel great. Um, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much Thank for t- telling us and sharing with us on the, it's just, you know, it's, y'all are getting, um, a very special moment here because I have not seen this woman in quite a while and she is a big deal. And I just want to say thank you so much for being here. Oh my gosh. It's been so lovely to see you and thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for listening today. I truly appreciate you being here. If you're ready to make a change in your fitness, to transform, or even to deep dive into what you need to be doing to get ready for your next dream adventure, I'd love to talk. I have space on my calendar for a few one-on-one clients, and I have a very special offer only for my podcast listeners. Go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready for details. If you're ready to take action on your dreams, I would truly love to work with you. Once again, that URL is fitisfreedom.com forward slash ready. I can't wait to connect and I'll see you on the next episode. Have a wonderful, wonderful week and bye for now. See you.